The date is August 13th, and our scripture for today is 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 19, which reads very simply, Do not quench the Spirit. You know, when I think about it, I find myself amazed at the obvious dichotomy of life. Natural man at his best, feeble and frail, strides the globe as though he was the strongest force in the universe. Mortal, finite, and born to die, we act as though the wisdom of the ages is in our minds and the sands of time in our hands. It's an astoundingly rich irony that we're we're so much less than we imagine ourselves to be. Equally astounding to me are the dichotomies and paradoxes of himself that God allows. That God the Father, the matchless creator of the cosmos, he who is without beginning or end, would condescend to allow the reflection of his image in humankind is an amazing reality. That the very Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only rightful King of creation, would allow himself to be indicted and charged a criminal by a generation of criminals is a reality almost impossible to grasp. And there's another astounding dichotomy that today's verse brings to mind, and it has to do with God the Holy Spirit. The Greek word dunamis is used 120 times in the New Testament. It's the root of our English words dynamite, dynamo, and dynamic. And its meaning should be fairly obvious. Dunamis refers to unusual strength, power, and ability. And its use in the scriptures is most commonly in the context of the personality and character of the Spirit of God. It was the dunamis of God that created the universe from nothing. And all that is is sustained by the same. It's power beyond anything we can imagine or think. It is of that power that the Apostle Paul says in this letter to the church at Thessalonica, do not quench the Spirit. It's an amazing dichotomy of the Christian life that we, weak and feeble though we are, might be able to quench or quell or mute the very Spirit of the Divine in our lives. But an even more intriguing thought is this. Why would we ever want to do so? You see, it's in the presence and power of the Holy Spirit that the Christian is essentially enabled to be all that God calls us to be. It's in the power of the Holy Spirit that I'm able to conform my behavior to that of my Savior, the Lord Jesus. But sadly for most Christians, it's this third member of the Godhead that we understand the least. And so, instead of growing in our intimacy with Him, We actually engage in behaviors that repel his enabling and comforting influence in our lives. Oh, we cherish the love of God the Father, as we should, and we relish the abounding grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, as we certainly should. But we far too often fail to claim the power available to us for victory over the sin that drags us down and kills our joy. Instead of quenching that power, We should, as Paul instructed his young ministerial student, Timothy, we should fan it into a burning flame. The difference it would make would be so very obvious. And those around us, those who observe our Christian lives, would be amazed, as indeed they should be.